Yeah. So, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> As we know, life is full of surprises, both good and bad, and the day-to-day journey is full of unforeseen obstacles. Sometimes it's hard for us to see our way through beyond the normal mundane and where scripted dreams live. Join us for thought-provoking discussions. As we uh, navigate through the fog and create our own path, we are the Scripted Dream Podcast, operating outside the margins to motivate and inspire our audience. Oh, my bad. Drops. Um, but yeah, so today, man, uh, today, literally today's episode is titled Cycles. And um, when you think of cycles, uh, you know, you may think of many things, but what we're really referring to is recurring issues. Um, and that's what we would like to talk about today for you. So as you take your daily medicine or, you know, you have some food for thought, just think about reoccurring issues. So let's start with the definition and basically what is recurring issues. And basically recurring issues is like an issue made on like a cycle basis um, to replenish uh, or, you know, whatever's consumed or worn out. I'm just going to throw that definition away because it's not really helpful. Yeah, I was thinking. I I don't know. Uh, Google does not help all the time. But basically what recurring issues is, basically you're kind of like stuck in a trance, right? That's what we're trying to get at. Like you keep, instead of reinventing the wheel. um, Yeah. So you're like, you, you know, you're like, you're going in the cycle here, like, your your patterns, your habits, and everything, you know, unfortunately, uh, you know, uh, what do they say? Old habits die hard. So, like, you know, your habits are, like, basically that makes up who you are as a person. So, like, all the stuff you like and all the stuff you don't like, whether you know it or not, that all creates a cycle. That all creates, like, a reoccurring process. And what happens is a lot of times some people, they're so caught up with their day-to-day living it's kind of hard for them to break the mold, if, especially when they need to change, whether that's for uh, health reasons. Like a perfect example would be like, you know, I have a parent that has issues with smoking a cigarette. And, you know, as everyone knows, smoking is bad for your bones and many other things that are part of your body. And uh, pretty much, you know, after doing that long term, you know, it takes a toll on your body. Um, But, you know, that's just an example of like, you know, like certain people can't break the habit because of the tobacco, but realistically, it's deeper than that. It's a mental thing. You know, maybe this is like something you do, like, you know, to, you know, take a break, get away for a second. You know what I'm saying? It's not even the tobacco after a certain point. It's all mental. Like, hmm, let me take a cigarette break because that's what I do on every commercial break on on television. Let me take a cigarette break just because. You know, this is what me and my buddies at work do. We smoke behind the dumpster off campus because we can't smoke on campus. Like it's stuff like that, that really like kind of keeps you like attached to certain things that are not good for you. Um, Feel free to chime in at any point in time, Marcus. So. Yeah. Um, Like reoccurring issues. These are things that I'm going to get into like some, like some of the cyclical stuff, uh, trends and patterns that I've kind of seen and observed, but. I think one of the important thing, what's important to understand about this is that if you're in, so there's good cycles and there's bad cycles. Like there's good reoccurring things that are like, there's things that are reoccurring that are positive. And there's, there's things that reoccur that are negative, you know? So, um, I think that's one of the things that is, is part of maybe 
understanding the cycle just and improving upon something and understanding like how you can improve upon something that continues to reoccur and like why this happens like i think about the movie um groundhog day i forget what he had to do to kind of break through there's one day where he just i think part of part of breaking the cycle is to just break through like he he started off like kind of just breaking the rules right <laughs> like just doing whatever he wanted to do and then he kind of realized um i watched that movie it's been a while but um then he realized he was meant to like do like good things right <laughs> and that's and that's what uh that's what kind of broke the cycle uh broke the cycle for him. And I think that, you know, although that's using that kind of as a, as a movie to explain it, it's you're stuck. Like a lot of us are stuck in these cycles, whether it's like going to a job that you hate going home and just going through that same old, like the same old, same old cycle or like the smoking, like the kind of like the smoking thing and not smoking for like it, when it becomes like a ritual, it's like habitual and you're, you're kind of smoking and it's not, it's not even the tobacco that's doing it for you anymore. It's just the, it's just, like it's just the action of doing it. So it's, it's a whole different thing at that point. But I think that when the most dangerous thing with these is that when you're in a cycle and you don't know that you're in it, like you actually are oblivious to the fact that you're caught in like your own groundhog day for the most, for the most part, just kind of living, um, living and kind of just repeating, like repeating the same kind of the same activities or you're spectating and you're observing somebody else doing the same thing and like maybe not interjecting or just kind of being a like a just a like a standby standby you know so you know what that actually reminds me of like the cycle that uh not every college student goes through it but you know if you were out there a little bit which i was um no i that like i really lived the, i feel like i was like one of the last mohicans to live like the full college experience and basically what, what that means is like, it, you know, you kind of got, you pretty much had your way with everything that you wanted. So, um, you know, you got to know that that's not, that's not existent anymore in today's world. And the people that did make it work um, in the range from what, 07s, really like 03-ish to like a, probably about maybe 2011 2012 was like the last of it but like you know during that period of time where people went to school or whatever like i feel like it was like no holds bar um you know from the drinking to you know doing all the extracurricular stuff being able to kind of like finesse school in a in, in a certain standpoint not necessarily like i'm not talking about like cheating or nothing like that but i mean like basically you, you know, there was little to no repercussions for anything that you did. Like there was always a workaround to it. Not saying that there isn't now, but as you can see, the dynamics of like going to college now is totally different. And COVID hit that even confirmed it even more that, you know, it's, it's not the same. Let's just be real. So what I'm trying to say is like, um, In that process, you know, as far as like getting away with extracurricular stuff too, um, you know, like um, drinking, drinking's a big topic, right? Let, let's go with something very simple here because I'm about to go off the deep end. So, so when you think about like drinking or whatever, right? And what comes with it, you know, like that's like drinking. When you think of drinking, I think of like, like college, you know what I'm saying? Like you're away from your parents. This is your first time being super independent, little to no responsibility. Well, there's a lot of responsibility, but there's not much accountability 
that you have to take on your part because it's on you at this point. So when you put that together with drinking, it definitely does not mix, but some people find a science and figure out how to work that thing out. I happen to be one of those kids that did for that time being, but when I moved on afterwards, I realized how much, you know, that really cut into my life as far as like being outgoing and stuff like that. Like, you know, when you think about drinking, like you're stuck in this whole mode of like, you really, you know, like you're really going off of like emotions for the most part, you know, you don't really think about like um, how it impacts other people outside of you, all those type of things. I know I'm sound like I'm talking like addiction, I guess, to a certain extent, I guess I am, but it's just more or less just me talking about like how like something like that can keep you like in tunnel vision mode. Like you don't think about long-term situations or anything like that. Everything's super short-term and it's just more or less just like if you let it go or you let it get the best of you, I would say, um, that's when you start to fall off to the deep end. And, you know, sometimes it takes really like hard circumstances, whether it's a hit on your health or whether it's like a hit on your pockets or, you know, messes up like, you know, whatever you're trying to do professionally. And unfortunately, that's when we finally uh, wisen up or we get an idea of like, hey, maybe we should change what's going on. What I'm trying to say is we should be smart enough to know that it doesn't take that. You know, it doesn't take the extreme for you to realize or wisen up. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't necessarily have to be hard-headed or stubborn, you know, because most times when you have to wait for that, especially now in today's world, you know what I'm saying? You don't get a second chance. So that's what I meant by, like, that era of going to school or whatever. You could pretty much, like, mess up, you know what I'm saying? And you would still have an avenue to get back on your feet. Now, competition's more fierce out there. You know, there's a lot of other things that are weighing or stacking up against you. Um, you know, we can even go down and talk about like student loan and, and everything like okay. that. Like, I can go down the list, but what I'm trying to say, because it's coming full circle to me now, sorry, took this long to explain it. But what I'm saying is like, you don't have the, the margin for mistake or error is very small now. So like when you do indulge in certain things like drinking, smoking, or whatever may be considered taboo. Uh, all it takes is like one mistake and it's over with for you. And, you know, I think it's very important for you to realize certain patterns. Uh, so you will hopefully, you know, arise above it. And I think one of the key indicators or one of the big patterns is depression. You know, um, I think depression takes, takes the cake on this one. Just because, you know, when you're in that mindset where you're kind of depressed or you look at like things being boring or whatever, and you're just like, why am I still in the same situation? How come I can't figure it out? Sometimes you have to subtract what's really in front of you. Like, what do you do on the regular? You know, it was a norm for us to go and party on a Thursday every week, every Friday, every Saturday. And if you're really crazy with it, you might do Sunday too. So... When you think that that's a social norm for you, you know what I'm saying? It's really easy for you to get caught up in, you know, the mischief and all the bull crap and all the madness because you don't realize, like, you need to go back to the basics. Like, first of all, what got you here? You know what I'm saying? What got you to school? 
what got you in this situation, what puts you in this situation. And then you have to like kind of gradually subtract from that. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying you got to start a clean slate. You don't have to be super strict with yourself, but if you're starting to feel like, you know, everything that was going for you starting to kind of like that gap starting to close, it's because you got too many things in the way you got too many things on your list. Like you're doing too much. Well, Joe, you brought back a, a fun memory of college for me and understanding where, because, you know, I was in college, you listen to this, you know, I was in college for, I was in college for almost seven years, like straight, like no breaks either, right? <laughs> but, but, uh, but, you know, one of the things that really, like Joe's kind of talk about, talking about like partying and things like that, I had got to the point to where I was there for so for so long for various reasons. And, and, you know, I was there for so long. And one day I kind of came to a realization that you need to remember what you came here for. I was like, remember what you came here for. You came here to get your degree and get out of here. It wasn't really like I was like, I ain't really good. Joe's can tell you, I never, I didn't go out like a lot or anything like that. Like I wasn't, I was really like, like a ghost for the most part, but it was still kind of being involved in things with, or just it with people. You know, and just understanding that, like, I need to really create some separation if I'm a, if I'm going to, you know, do what I came here for and just focus on, like, just getting out of school, right? And, you know, um, just understanding that, you know, like, it's like, all right, well, you know, I need to graduate. So at this moment, nothing's really more important than me graduating. So I made a choice to prioritize that and that created some issues for me, you know, but um, it is what it is. And I was able to get out of school and actually graduate because I had made the sacrifice to just, I mean, I really put myself in a bad situation, but I mean, I knew that if I did that, I'd be able to get out of school. You know, I'd be able to just focus on graduating. And that was the thing was that in that moment, I said, you know what? I need to let all this other stuff go and just focus on, you know, completing the, the mission. And the mission was come in there, get my degree and get out of there, not be in there forever. I wouldn't even party in either. I wouldn't even like I had a, exceptional time i just had a lot of jobs and i was a full-time student and that's really the only reason i was there you know for so long but um i think that when you understand like just looking at it like most of life i mean for a lot of us i think you just like in the spin cycle like for the whole the whole ride right it's not it's not a lot of it's not a lot of uh not a lot of stops and then when you when you do stop it's like a tumble like a tumble dry you're still getting like thrown around thrown around while you still try to figure it out there's no there's not really a lot of opportunities unless you put systems in place to kind of slow yourself down to where you can actually take a step back and really analyze um, what's going on. I think that's something that kind of comes with a little bit more maturity too. So, um, but yeah, that just, yeah, brought back some memories. They brought that college stuff, man. It's tough, but, but uh, yeah, I think that's, I really think that's it. It's just like, um, like just like being an investor, Knowing, like looking at earlier this year versus this year and looking at like the cycles, like, oh, I mean, these markets are cyclical, right? And you look at it, you look at it and you think like, I remember earlier in the year or just like before, like when I really was like getting into it and just not understanding that I was at the, like, we were at the end of a bull cycle and that everything makes money. Like everything, the most dumbest stuff you could think of would make money. You would think like, oh, this is it. This is going to last and all this other stuff, but then it doesn't. And then your account goes down like 75, 90%. And then you're looking at your choices and you're thinking like, well, you didn't know. Like, I didn't understand that I was at the end of a bull market. I just, 
was like very profitable on the back end, but didn't know it was the end. But if I had known that, I would have approached it a little bit differently, right? So it's one of those things where you can still be up. I mean, you can be up or you can be down, but you can be up and really ask yourself the question like, well, what cycle am I in right now? Like what part of this cycle am I in and who's been here before? All right. So now a lot of my navigation is like, cause we're in a bear market, like everywhere I go is it like, Hey, like who's been here before? So I can navigate a lot better. Right. You know, so I don't, so I can come out on the other side, you know, on top, but it's, but it's not until, and that's why I think like these reoccurring issues, when you see this and you notice that you were, you're, you're the outcomes that you, you're getting are optimal. So you ask yourself like, well, what's going to give me the best probability? Like the, like statistically, what's going to give me the best shot at winning? And sometimes it's just asking somebody who's been here before, just like when we get older, like when you get older, you look at all that, you, that stuff you're doing, you were younger, you're like, man, that's pretty stupid. But like you see kids, like I see kids and young people, you just look at them. You like, yeah, well, a lot of that stuff they're doing, like, it's kind of, it's kind of goofy, but like, I used to be there and I didn't know. So they're going through their cycle. Like people are like, we're all going through different cycles in this. I think it makes it easier when you get older. So you just see kids doing like dumb stuff. You're like, man, they'll like, it's just a phase, right? It's just a cycle of life. So they'll come out of it, but now it's not the time. Like now they, they're going to do like peer pressure is, is crazy. And you know, social media and all that other stuff. So. They might be susceptible to doing some like silly stuff that they might regret, but it's a phase and they'll grow out of it, you know? So I think it's just kind of understanding that, you know, we're at certain, certain stages. We're all just in certain stages, certain cycles in life. And it's about, but it really comes down to how long do you want to be where you are? Cause everything is a, you know, everything's a cycle. Like our lifespan is a cycle, you know? So, but that's all. That's all. So earlier um when i was speaking i was talking about the number one uh habitual offender for recurring issues is depression i want to say the next one and would be a habit you know i feel like habits is very important <laughs> and a lot of people uh like i said earlier at the beginning when i opened up like people don't pay attention to some of the habits that they have you know um you know, you may have an act for, I don't know, candy. Is that a good one? And you know what it does to you, you know? You're in the dental office, like, probably three or four times a year, um, which is not great, by the way. You're supposed to only have, like, a six-month checkup, I think, for a cleaning. So if you're in there more than twice a year, something's going on with your mouth. So basically what I'm trying to say is, like, you know, there's certain things like that, man, where it's just like you can't put the candy bar down. You can't stop eating the Sour Patches, you know, whatever that snack may be. And it's all because it's a habit. So when you think about habits and stuff like that, like, why, why, why is, why am I addicted to this? Like, what is my habit? Is it the drinking? Is it the socializing? Do I associate it with uh, some, some of the people or some of the things I do? So, like, is it a tradition for me to get a box of candy every time I go to the movies? And do I go to the movies pretty much damn near every other week? You know what I'm saying? It's that simple. It really is. And sometimes people don't pick up on that just because it's so simple. You know, you overlook it. So watch out for those habits, man, because that's what really gets you. That's the reason why people don't lose weight sometimes, just because they can't. It's not necessarily candy bar. It's not necessarily you know, all the other stuff, maybe you don't exercise as much. Okay. 
well, then if you don't like running, which most people that are in that situation say that they don't like running because maybe it may, maybe they may have some injuries or maybe it's just not a comfortable feeling to them. You know, I'll be honest, like running's not for the weak hearted, but I do it. But, you know, like there's other alternatives, which they would result to. And that's probably what eating, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, you might be eating the right stuff, right? But the question is, what is your portion? Are you, you know, do you have portion control? A lot of people tell you that they do until you really see the, their food on the plate and be like, okay, this is healthy stuff, but, you know, you eat too much of it. So you, what I'm trying to say is like, you know, you got to pay attention to those habits and you got to understand them really well. You know, like there is a reason why you're in the situation you are now, good or bad, you know what I'm saying? And it all comes from really watching your habits um, as well. Um, I think one of the last parts of this, and I'll just wrap this up as far as like cycles, the reason why it's a reoccurring issue. I think the last part is situational, like it's situational based, like your environment is what I mean by that. And, you know, some people can't make it out of certain situations because of their environment, because it's based on the people they are, you know, they are affiliated with, you know, and sometimes it's really hard to tell family no. And, you know, sometimes it's hard to pull back from that. And sometimes it's hard to pull back from friends or whatever, like, you know, whatever the environmental situation is, you know, you got to be able to read that too and understand, like, is this person are these group of people good for me? Like, is this, are these people going to put me in a, uh, in a better predicament than I was previously? Are they going to put me in a better situation than I was before? And, you know, sometimes you really have to pay attention to that. Um, and I think that even with my own experience, it took me a while to realize that too. Um, and I understand how hard that is to shake. You know, I've been a victim for all of that alcoholism, um, you can add smoking in there too. I've been through that. Um, uh, what else? Um, you know, as far as like just socializing with people, just being out and about, you know what I'm saying? That I'm, I'm, I'm a victim of that. And what I mean by socializing is being surrounded around the wrong people. And, you know, they, they kind of hold you down, set you back, you know, as much as you don't want to admit that, you know, that very well could be very true. So. It's a lot to look at. It's a lot to observe. But I think the best thing for you to really focus on, because all these points might hit, which at one point in time, all these points did hit for me. Um, I think you kind of have to focus on things one at a time, but be mindful what else are like impactful to like your behavior or your actions going down the line. So my best advice is to basically go hard on one, but be mindful of whatever else may be in the way as far as causing those repeated cycles or situations that you get into, uh, you know, make sure that you keep it real with yourself. And I feel like that's what really is going to put you um, ahead of the game of everyone. So some people might be like, okay, what does keeping it real really mean? Keeping it real with yourself is just being honest with yourself, man. You know what I'm saying? Know, know your strengths, know your weaknesses. If you know you're going to drink or something like that or go ballistic, don't do it. Like, you know, it's that simple. Like, keep it with yourself. Like, okay, if I do this, I know I'm going to embarrass myself. Oh, if I keep on drinking, I know it's going to lead to me getting a DUI or doing something. If I keep hanging around these people, these people are going to get me jammed. Whether, you know, I think I put me in a situation where I might, you know, get robbed or uh, they might steal from me. 
or I might do something to them. Like, you know what I'm saying, like you have a conscience, use it to your better half or your better ability by, you know, just doing what they call what damage control. <laughs> like, you know, like making sure that you don't put yourself in a situation that's unnecessary. And that's what it's really about. You know what I'm saying? Like the best way to live life is to live life from a defensive perspective. Defense wins games, if you ask me. So if you have a great defense, you have a great offense. So I'm not saying be overprotective, but be protective when it comes to, you know, your well-being and your health and, you know, you'll thrive. Later. Yeah, I'm so.